What's up, y'all? It's Natalie, the host of the Traveling Light Podcast, and today we are traveling in between the 3D and the 5D and beyond. Today, I have a very special guest on my podcast. Her name is Katie, and her and I just got back from Tulum. And we were there because we're both part of a eco-conscious um, business group with soul-centered entrepreneurs, and we are all passionate about healing water. So there was like 15 women, and we were in this Airbnb, and it was so mystical and beautiful, and we were doing breath work, sweat lodge, um, we swam in the cenotes. Uh, we were eating like plant-based meals like it was so magical and we had the best time ever on that trip Katie and I bonded and we started talking about the big shifts that have happened in 2020 and the shifts that are ahead and so Katie broke it down and shared with me "Ooh, my ears started ringing um, just how people that are highly spiritual, often have chronic illness and how 2020 has caused the chronic illness to flare. And it's not just because of stress. It's because there's a lot going on in the cosmos. And if you're sensitive to energy, you're also sensitive to what happens in the cosmos as well. And I don't know if that's talked about enough. I mean, I knew that personally, but like, I never really talked about it a lot, Um, and it wasn't until Katie really reminded me and pointed that out to me that I was like, oh, shit, this is what I'm going through. This is, like, what my mom's going through. This is what so many light workers are going through right now. And so 2020 has been super devastating to a lot of people, to the light workers that can see the bigger picture it still can be dense and heavy. It's easy to get trapped in the fear. It's easy to get trapped in, um, like, will this ever get better? And it's easy to get trapped in thinking, like, especially if you have a chronic illness, like, this is just the way my life is going to be. But today, Katie gives some lovely insight, and she's definitely helped me see the bigger picture and everything I've experienced this year. So um, we talk about what it means to be a starseed, what it means to uh, fight spiritual warfare, um, plant medicine. We really got into it today. (laughs) So I hope you enjoy this podcast. It like flowed so easily. I'm not even going to edit it. I'm literally just going to like slide the file into my audio program and literally just like, you know, let you guys hear it because it just flowed so naturally, effortlessly. I don't even have to do a thing. So (laughs) we also ended the podcast at 11, 11 a.m. Central Standard Time, which is so magical. So, you know, I'm just going to shut up. We're going to jump right into it. Without further ado, let's get this podcast started. It's all good. Okay. What's up, Katie? I'm so happy you're here. So happy to be here with you, Natalie. So 
as you know, this year has been insane and it has come with a lot of chaos from all angles, like natural disasters, um, our leaders, uh, you know, our governors in some states are super controlling and the rules don't make sense. Um, suicide <laughs> rates are up. Addiction rates are up. <laughs> Domestic <laughs> abuse is the rates are up for that. And so like, you know, from a 3D perspective, things just seem darker than ever. Mm. And to top it off, like a lot of light workers are, uh, their chronic illnesses are flared up. So mm. what, how would you like kind of, you know, shed light on 2020? 2020, wow. <laughs> it is a shadow work year and a preparation year for what is to come. Um, we are moving to a very beautiful place, but in order to get there, we have to allow all of our illness to come up, all of our shadows to come up, so we can face them with compassion, heal them and let go of them in order to um, evolve or in order to move on to the next stages of our lives, which, are going to be much more positive with less illness, but we have to transmute that first to get there. And that's why these things are coming up. And even collectively, like the racism and the riots, all that has been here. Like that's been going on for years, but this year is really showing everyone how serious the issue really is and how much we need to heal ourselves in order to get past that and to move past that. Mm -hmm. Beautiful. And I know like you've dealt with uh, some skin issues and have you felt like that's flared up? Oh, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, my psoriasis, I have psoriasis. I've been trying to heal it for seven years. Now. I've been healing it for seven years now. Um, it's definitely been a process, but this year it has uh, been worse than usual. Usually in the summertime, it will go away because of the sun, mm -hmm. but it has flared up. And even my stomach, I've had some stomach issues that have happened. Like I haven't had stomach issues since high school. Um, and that's came back a little bit. And I do believe it's because our bodies are changing and it, it has to come up for us to get rid of it. And so with these high frequencies that are coming in, um, it's, it's upgrading our bodies. And so it, we have to transmute that. So it, sometimes things get worse before they get better. Like the darkest night is right before dawn, you know, I think that's how the saying goes, something like that. <laughs> for sure. And I know like, uh, like, you know, I've dealt with Lyme and my symptoms this year have been so weird. I was pretty much symptom free up until October of this mm -hmm. year and um, like so powerful to the point where like, I can't really push past it. Whereas before I would, I would do my best to like, try to push past it and go do things. But this year I've literally just been floored. So whatever you told me, it's bigger than just my personal experience, that it's a collective thing. I felt like a huge like weight was lifted off my shoulders. And so like, it's, it's literally, it sounds like our, our DNA is literally just being upgraded. 
Yes. And, and Natalie, like you're such a brave soul to come down here and take on Lyme's disease. You know, you chose that for yourself. And I do believe that the light workers who did come here, they all chose like a chronic illness or something that they personally are going to transmute for the collective consciousness. Mm. So just you healing yourself of Lyme's disease, which honey, you know you are, just you healing yourself is going to help every other person who maybe doesn't have the means or knowledge to do the same. And so I do believe that we came here to get these illnesses in order to transmute them for those who don't yet know. And even like, not saying that just because you heal yourself, all of a sudden everyone would be healed. That's a possibility and that would be amazing. But also the knowledge that you will have on how to heal yourself, you will be able to share with everyone else who is going through the same darkness that you have already been through. Mm-hmm. That makes sense. Cause like being a light worker, um, like we're like rebellious. Like I feel like we always start out like rebellious. Yeah. And then, <laughs> and then like we find the light like we kind of go through like a really like dark shadow, like rebellious period. And then we find the light and then like, we still have that rebel in us. That's like loud and proud and, you know, bold enough to speak our truth. And Mm -hmm. then by the time we feel like we're actually, you know, light workers, I feel like, you know, correct me if I'm wrong, but like our rebellious attitude has like served us so that when we do heal these things, we're like shouting it from the rooftops. Like, I don't give a fuck. Like, (laughs) (laughs) amen, sister. You're so right about that. And like, that's why we need to be rebellious and loud and bold so that we can stand up against, um, the powers that be, you know, and we can stand up and tell people our truth and have the confidence to do that. Mm -hmm. Cause that's really what's going on right now. It's a game. Everything right now in the system is a game. And if we stand up and say, we're not going to allow this anymore, then it's going to change. It's just that we haven't had enough people to stand up and do that all together. But if we all unite, like power is in numbers. Mm -hmm. And there's so many of us here on this planet at this time that are just praying and praying for change and wanting change. Mm -hmm. I totally agree. Like we need to use our voices now more than ever in whatever way we can, because we we do have impact that's one of the gifts of the light workers like we it is a ripple effect so true and speaking of communication um this eclipse that just passed on monday was in gemini and that's the sign um that deals with communication mm-hmm. so that eclipse was literally activating our throat chakras and cleansing our throat chakras out. i don't know if you noticed it but communication was like pretty wonky around those few days or at least like those five days around the eclipse. Mm -hmm. And that's because it was doing one last, probably not last, but one more big upgrade to our throat chakras. And now that they've been activated, communication should be flowing more easily. Truth should be coming out. People should be speaking their truth, standing up for themselves. So that eclipse was literally an activation for us to have enough confidence and will to speak up for ourselves and tell the truth. Mm-hmm. I love that. I definitely felt that. I recorded like two solo podcasts this week and I never, I have, I've been so uh, slacking on my podcasting. So this would be my third podcast this week. The yeah. last one I recorded was like in <laughs> September. Um, so yeah, throat chakra AF. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> so um, 
Yeah, I know this year has caused like a lot of division. Like um, you see it like on Instagram, like, and it's even like, if you don't believe this, then you're shunned. If you question the narrative, then you're a conspiracy theorist. Like, like you're not even allowed (laughs) to ask a question these days without getting attacked. I remember uh, on my my private stories, I posted something about, it wasn't even like a lot of words. It was just a photo of like Joe Biden touching little children. Um, <laughs> I don't know why I laughed at that. I guess I'm trying to bring light to the situation. <laughs> no, it's super, it's super fucked up. And um, it's okay. I laugh at like things that shouldn't be laughed at all the time. Um, but I got like nasty DMs that were like not even you know, factual, they were just like personal attacks. And to me, I'm like, you can't, you can't talk about things that are, you know, like that don't go with like the, the narrative. Like if, yeah. you, if you question the narrative, then you're automatically racist or homophobic and all of this. So uh, like spiritually speaking, like what is going on with this divide? Because it's so nasty to the point where I'm like, I guess some weeks when I'm feeling really sick, I don't even like try to post my views because it's so dense. Mm. So what's going on? So um, I do believe when you're posting your truth and uh, spreading the light, sharing your light, uh, it does irritate other people's demons, you know, things that they don't want to face. Mm-hmm. And that's, that would be shadow work, like um, light workers and people who are doing the work, when they face something that makes them uncomfortable, it sucks, but you do it in order to know, have awareness of the issue so you can fix it. Those people who don't want to change their lifestyle or change what they do, they, they don't want awareness of that stuff because they don't want to change. They don't want to fix it. And also the divide is more than just, um, well, it it has to do with more than just views because um, coming from a spiritual, more of a spiritual perspective, um, there is a split happening um, spiritually and energetically. And um, there are multiple realities and there are parallel realities all just right next to each other on different frequencies. And every time you make a choice, you're jumping between different realities, right? And everyone has their own reality because everyone's mind creates their own physical reality. <laughs> like the physical is more like a dream state. And um, so what is really going on, 2020 has been the year that is kind of determining, okay, let me back up a sec. In December, there will be a split between two. It's going to create two main realities. And it's going to be, there's going to be an ascension reality and a descension reality. And so the people who have been ascending and raising their vibration are going to move up in dimensions with earth with Gaia Gaia herself is waking up and raising her vibration you know usually she's like sitting between the three four to five d she's gonna be she is currently moving up to five six seven d and whoever can raise their vibration to go with her is those people who um and the highest vibrations are love and the lower vibration lowest vibration is fear so if you're if you're focusing on love, you're on the ascension path. No worries, okay? 
if you're focusing on fear or if you're just vibrating to fear and um, the lower vibrations, you will not be able to go up in dimensions with her because physically your body, it, or I guess vibrationally, your body cannot withstand that because you have not um, raised your vibration. Mm -hmm. So you, those people are going to stay behind with the um, lower dimensional frequencies in lower dimensional earth. So there's going to be like a split in earth, in earth's realities. And um, these people who are staying with the lower vibrational earth have chosen this for themselves, just as the light workers and the people who are working on their vibration, working on love, they have chosen ascension for themselves. And there really is no right or wrong path. It is just what their souls have chosen at this time in order for them to learn and grow in the way that they need to and to expand their consciousness. So there really is no right or wrong, but um, I do believe if you are here on this podcast, that's awesome because we're all on the ascension path, you know, or else you wouldn't be here listening to this or, or you probably wouldn't even know Natalie. <laughs> so yes, it's exciting. So true. And so going back to the chronic illness, like just from us talking about it, it seems like our bodies are being upgraded so that we can hold the higher frequencies. 100%. And not only are our bodies, or I guess part of our bodies being activated is our DNA being activated. When I was a freshman in college, I had just started, I guess I was a sophomore. I had just started looking into spiritual stuff and I was also in a psychology class. And in the psychology class, they mentioned junk DNA. And I was like, junk DNA, what is that? You know, it, it, I was very interested in that. And um, we are taught about the two-strand DNA helix and or the two-strand DNA model. And really, there's 12 strands, but the other 10 aren't activated. And so scientists call this junk DNA because they're like, we don't know what the heck it does. Like it doesn't show up in our bodies currently. Um, so at the same time that I'm learning about that, I'm also listening to these spiritual teachers talking about light language and DNA activations and turning on certain genes and strands of DNA. And I'm like, oh my God, this is kind of going hand in hand. Like what if as we raise our frequency, as we evolve, literally we're evolving because we are activating the 10, the other 10 strands of our DNA, the junk DNA, we're activating that in order to evolve into our next um, step in evolution. <laughs> I don't know if that's a little redundant, but. <laughs> that is so powerful. Yeah, I totally resonate with that because just of the physical symptoms I've had, you know, like if I read that, I'd be like, hmm, but I see it so clearly in my life. Mm. And I like have had like a few downloads about my health before in the past month. And that that's like always what it leads up to. Like it's like preparation for what's to come because yes. my symptoms are very like brain related, like brain foggy. And I had this dream um, 
like, I was like, do I have like brain cancer? Like that's been my biggest concern lately. I was like, do I freaking have brain cancer? Because <laughs> that's the way it feels. And so I, in my dream, I shaved my head. And then at the top, like once I shaved all my hair off, underneath my hair was the shape of an alien head. Ooh. And I was like, oh my I God, like I don't have brain cancer. This is literally just like, I'm, I'm literally being activated for like connection to like higher dimensions. Oh my God. So true. Yeah. What a cool dream. <laughs> <laughs> I know. So it makes sense. It's like your body's literally being prepared for, for more um, connection with, you know, higher dimensional beings, the angelic realm. And so like I made a podcast about the Pleiadians and do you mind just like, sharing what you know and what you know how you feel connected to them and what they are so I was just I just like went in I I didn't even like describe who I'm channeling but people were probably like what oh my gosh I'm so glad you asked me that the Pleiadians have a special special place in my heart um they are higher dimensional beings. They, a lot of people will say they're like this dimension this dimension they're just higher dimensional beings. I think they reside with like anywhere from like the fifth to 11th, 12th dimensions, like they're just, and they have been helping humans for a very long time. They've been sending us light codes. They've been sending us frequencies to help raise the vibration of the earth. They've been channeling um, or communicating with different humans. You can find a ton of channelings, Pleiadian channelings on YouTube or in various places on the internet. And I learned about my connection to them because when I was still sleeping (laughs) and going through a really dark period of my life, I was actually visited by a Pleiadian in my dream state. This is when I was atheist as well. And um, they visited me and I saw them as an angel. And they basically said, like, you need to take care of your body and stop taking these. I was taking pharmaceutical shots at the time and they were destroying my immune system. And they told me to stop taking that. And then I woke up and I was like, oh my God, like my, my life was changed immediately. I started believing in something other than nothing. I started researching aliens. I started researching angels and meditation and a vegan diet. So uh, really like the Pleiadians saved me. And the reason why I do have such a strong connection to them later, I have learned through meditations and past life regressions that I do have a parallel life. Um, on in Pleiades or in the Pleiades star cluster. I think the planet is called Terra or something like that. But, um, and I consider myself to be a star seed. And many, many of us here on the planet at this time are star seeds because earth was crying for help. People were praying and earth herself was just like, please someone come help me. Like it's so dark here. And a ton of different star systems and star nations heard this call and they were like, all right, well, someone's got to go help Earth. Who's down? <laughs> and a lot of people volunteered their hands and, and, and um, raised their hands and volunteered and said, yeah, I'll incarnate on Earth. So all the star seeds chose to incarnate here in order to ground down the galactic frequencies, the higher frequencies from their star nations. Mm-hmm. And um, there's so many more than just the Pleiadians. There's Andromedans, there's um, Blue Avians, Arcturians. And so if you do feel like you're someone who um, never really felt like Earth was your home or you felt homesick or you have um, chronic illnesses, 
you probably are a light worker because you're used to higher vibrations, okay? But that's why you came down here to ground in those higher vibrations. Wow. God, just hearing this topic come up, like I always get super emotional because like I I know that I'm from there. You know what I mean? And um, God, whew, I always just feel it so strong. But it's interesting because I feel like, and you might be like this too, like I ground from higher dimensional things, like things things that would like open people up, you know, and give them like, you know, a crown chakra activation. That's like literally how I ground. So like my, it's almost like reversed for me, like my chakras. Okay. Of grounding, you know, like, like for, I've been practicing Kundalini for years and that's grounding for me. And then somebody told me like, no, that's like, that triggers an awakening. And I was like, oh, well, this whole time I thought I was grounding. And that to me, that's like super star seed, CD. It's oh, like yeah. That is super interesting because yeah. Kundalini is moving energy up. But I guess if your home is up, yeah. <laughs> that would be grounding. That's so interesting. I've never thought about it that way or felt that. But yeah, that's powerful. And I know you do Reiki and you're... you're Reiki is so powerful. So I'm sure that has to do with the fact that you're pulling in these higher frequencies. Mm -hmm. Definitely. And um, I, sorry, it's just like every time this topic comes up, I kind of get like, whoo, but you said something about uh, parallel universes and I feel the exact same. Like Mm. I, I get the visions of me like in space, sometimes looking down at earth, like when I do readings on myself, um, and being a star seed, like, uh, what are some signs? Like, I know for me, it's like, I would always look up at the stars and just be like, I know that's where I'm from before I was spiritual before anything. Um, and then I know like for me, like my body, it, planet earth is too intense for my body. It feels like, mm-hmm. um, what are some other signs? Yeah. So those are two very concrete signs. Also, um, just having this unconditional love for everyone. Cause when you're from the higher frequencies, love is just so natural. So you're a lover, you're a giver, you, you most likely want to heal people, which isn't like, you know, sometimes you have to remember to take care of yourself first. Um, and you can't heal everyone. Like they have to want to heal themselves. Cause again, like we don't heal people, they heal themselves. We just hold a space for them to heal in. So, um, just wanting to save people, wanting to heal people, um, again, like chronic illness, because your body is used to higher frequencies. Um, I'm trying to think there's so many different, I know, like, uh, groups of star seeds being, really, really attracted to spirituality. Yes. Yeah. Yes. Yeah. You have a, you, you're attracted to crystals. You're attracted to sage. You're attracted to, um, meditation, any of that stuff, anything like that just makes you connect with your soul because your soul, your soul is still being experienced in your, um, I don't want to say your starseed body, cause this is technically your starseed body. But like, if you're a Pleiadian starseed, you're still living your Pleiadian life. Because there is no such thing as past or future lives. All of your lives are happening at once on different frequencies. So it's just a matter of you tuning into that life. Yeah. And I think what's really important to know is, is like, 
I didn't know that was true until I learned to uh, give myself readings. Mm. And so all of this sounded like super new agey and uh, too much and like woo woo and like really far out there. But up until this year, um, I, yeah, I saw it for myself this year. And then I started to get all these downloads about my career now and like what direction I need to head in. And I mean, it was just like rapid growth, like grudges I was holding on to with people would just like, I'd work it out like in a dream overnight. Like these beings were just like helping me grow at a rapid, rapid, really fucking fast pace. And so um, Jesus is from Pleiades, Pleiades, right? I actually have never heard that, but I wouldn't be surprised. <laughs> um, yeah. yeah. I'm pretty sure he is. That's a very interesting piece of information, and I'm definitely going to look it up because yeah. I wouldn't be surprised um, considering the love, the unconditional love that he had. Pleiadians are heart-centered beings, mm-hmm. so they are just extreme lovers, extreme. Like, they could love anyone no matter what they do. Um, so that would totally make sense. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, just to go off on a tangent, I I was kept, people kept like Jesus has literally crossed my path like a billion times this year. Like people like texting me like you need to connect with Jesus. And so the woman who I learned how to read my Akashic records from uh that's where I learned that from is she channels the Pleiadians and she channels like uh Jesus and everything. And so it was just it was so I would make Dude, that totally makes sense because I've been this year too. Like before I never really worked with Jesus or Yeshua because I um, grew up in a church and I didn't technically like resonate with the messages that were taught in the church. So I kind of strayed away from that for a long time. But this year, Yeshua and Mary Magdalene have both came back super duper strong. Yes. And, and so that would make sense of why I've never gotten that, um, that little piece of information that they were, but it totally like, I'm so excited that you said that. that Yeah. (laughs) I, I definitely feel like, like I grew up Christian. I went to Baptist school, not just Christian school, Baptist school. And that like scarred me. And I I still get scarred (laughs) literally by like my friends that are Christian and that are like, your business is witchcraft, blah, blah, blah. And, um, (laughs) I just learned to like shut them out, but I do know that I've had a really strong relationship with Jesus, like my whole life. And like the church is not a representation of him. Like he is super mystical. He does not like the way people are when it comes to churchy stuff. So, um, yeah, he's very powerful and I work with him a lot with like Reiki and stuff. Oh, that's beautiful. I'm sure he helps you so much with your healings, you know, mm-hmm. like there with you. Cause he is a part of us. His energy is in us. And so yeah. um, when you call upon him during a healing, he will deliver. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah, totally. But I really want to know about what's happening December 21st. Ooh, okay. <laughs> I've been so if excited you don't to find sharing like about just like, that blog you wrote the other day was super powerful and wherever you want to begin, I think people need to know about this because it's not really being talked about. 
Okay. So um, I'm sure you have all felt the energy being built up. <laughs> it feels like it's building to this climax. And there is an event that is going to happen in December where that energy is released. And this event is being brought on by a planetary alignment. Um, I guess first I'll start with the Jupiter-Saturn conjunction. Uh, there is Jupiter and Saturn are going to be at their closest point that they can possible possibly be in the sky on December 21st. They'll look like a huge, huge star. Okay. Yeah. It's going to be really cool. Really beautiful. Um, and they are in the sign of Aquarius. So they're moving into the sign of Aquarius, which brings on more freedom, more flow. It's an air sign. And they're also, they deal with, um, societal structures. So them being together, in the sign of Aquarius is really going to bring on change in our society, change in the societal structure, change with the way we allow, um, ooh, I got to choose my words carefully here or wisely. Um, I mean, you can say whatever you want on this podcast. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) Thank you so much. Um, but change to way to the way we allow things to be for ourselves. Okay. So it's going to be very powerful. A lot of us are going to want more freedom and we're going to be standing up for our freedom. Um, so that is super exciting. That hasn't happened for like 250 years. I think, let me see. It's like something 200 years and won't happen again for another 200 years. So that right there is a rare, rare event. Also, is the planetary alignment. Yeah, 250 years. So it's going to cause a paradigm shift, but not just that. Also, there's going to be a planetary alignment, and this is going to start on December 21st. Oh, and it's also the winter solstice. It's crazy how all of these um, astrological events are aligning perfectly and together to create this this release of energy. And so when the planets start to align, that will be December 21st. It's going to take three days for them to fully align. But once they do, so 21st, 22nd, 23rd, I had to like count. (laughs) So once they do align, there will be a sonic boom, or it will feel like a sonic boom, but it's going to be a solar flash. And there's going to be a large amount of solar radiation emitted from the sun. And this has happened before in history. This is a cyclical event that happens in various degrees throughout history. The last time it happened was in, I have it written down, um, 1859. And it was called the Carrington event. And you can read about it. It's very interesting. And I suggest you do read about it if you're interested. And, um, but that was on a smaller scale. This one's going to be huge, huge. So when this solar flash happens, it's going to look like a sonic boom, or it's going to look like, or it's going to feel like a sonic boom, look like a nuclear explosion. Do not fear. It is not a nuclear explosion. We are not getting attacked. We are not, aliens aren't attacking us. None of that. Although the powers that be may say otherwise, but it is a natural event that is happening from the alignment and from the the energy from the sun. Once this boom happens, it's gonna cover the earth with radiation. And this radiation I've heard is going to look like a like a, a green mist outside. And um, again, this is all stuff that I've done research on. 
and it's going to look like a green mist outside and the government's going to tell you not to go outside because it's it's harmful it could be harmful and for many people it will be harmful so if you have heavy metals in your body if you have um, a lot of chemicals in your body if you have an excess of iron from eating meat it will be harmful so if you if you're like oh shit that's me <laughs> if you heard those and you're like e then stay inside during this time. But if you are one of the 144,000 that I like to say, or that's what I like to call us light workers, if you're one of the light workers and you've been preparing your body, you've been detoxing, you've been staying away from um, iron and meats, then this is your chance, okay? This is like the ultimate upgrade. This is a time that light workers really get to step into their power literally when you step into this mist when you go outside and you allow this mist to engulf you it will activate your dormant dna any dna that's left dormant will be activated as well as christ consciousness this is the event that is termed the return of the sun or the return of nibiru or the return of christ consciousness this is that event because it is, when we say the return of the sun, um, I take it metaphorically as in the return of the sun, S-U-N. So the sun's energy is coming back. It's returning to us. Also, the return of Christ consciousness. Yeshua, Jesus, has already done his work here in physical form. And he's helping us from the higher realms. And that's where he needs to be. And so now it's everyone else's turn on this earth or the light workers turn to reactivate their Christ consciousness. Cause even in the Bible, Jesus says you can be like me and better, you know? So he's helping us from higher dimensions, activate our Christ consciousness so that we may, and there's many, many of us who, who will be activated at this time. So we may go out into the world. And so we may help others heal. Okay. So um, also speaking of the return of Nibiru, Nibiru, I don't know if, if any of y'all have ever heard of it. I would look up Zachariah Sitchin's work. It's a, it's a, another sun that orbits our sun because most star systems, solar systems are binary and ours is as well. And so when this planet returns, I think it takes like 6,000 years for to return. Oh, and also so does the cosmic alignment. This only happens every 6,000 years. That's crazy. Wow. Yeah, it's insane. When it returns, um, so will our creators, um, as in the people who, who, um, genetically modified the animals on this planet to create us, um, a slave race. Technically, that's why they created us. Um, anyways, so when this happens, it is going to um, weaken the electromagnetic torus fields around the earth. And when these torus fields weaken or shut down, we will be able to see all of the heavens and all of our neighbor solar systems and all of the activity that is really going on all of the time in our solar system. And we will be able to see angels, aliens, and everything that comes with that. And um, this is what the Bible talks about as the opening of heaven's doors. This is um, the heaven's doors is the electromagnetic torus field opening. 
And this is going to happen for seven days from the 25th until the the 1st of January. The 1st of January is when the tourist fields are going to go back up and um, those portals are going to close. So in those seven days worth of time, we will be interacting with um, cosmic beings and we will be receiving upgrades from these cosmic beings and truth from these cosmic beings. And if any of y'all are interested in Lumeria or Atlantis or Polaris, you know those civilizations are all still existing on a different frequency. When these portals open, we will be able to visit these places um, at our will. Some people may choose to stay. Some people may choose to learn and come back and bring the knowledge with them so that they can help um, the rest of the people on Earth. And uh, yeah, so super exciting stuff. I know it sounds so woo-woo, but if you do the research, there really is a ton of information that backs up this, um, I guess, theory. (laughs) Wow. Yeah, that makes sense. I'm like, I should have been preparing my body, but it kind of sounds like, like if you do have a chronic illness, your body is being prepared. Yes. if, If you've been flared up, you know what I mean? And that's another reason why I think we do have, I mean, there's multiple reasons, but another reason is that I think um, the illness was, it was a catalyst for us to detox, a catalyst for us to get on our health, to really try to be as healthy as possible because we're trying to heal that. But really that's just like a little reason for us to be preparing if we didn't know that the event was coming, you know? Um, so yeah, you're you're so right about that. And I do believe once this event happens, the amount of of love and light and activations that we will receive um, is going to get rid of whatever illness we may have been dealing with. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, I sure hope so. <laughs> same, same. I'm like, I just pray Even like this stuff happens. Um, yeah, I mean what you said about like, okay, light workers gifts getting, um, increased, like, and us being able to travel between dimensions. So I have a theory as well. And that light workers already can participate in spiritual war. Like, because have you ever been like slowed down enough in your day to day? And you're like, uh, my brother needs spiritual protection right now. Can you like blast him with Reiki? Oh, you just gave me chills. <laughs> Has that yes. ever happened to you? Oh, for sure. Um, yeah, there's definitely a spiritual war going on on the astral realm. And um, uh, many of us, like, have you ever gotten gone to sleep at night, slept great, and then woke up still exhausted? Yeah. I feel that's because your soul is just on the astral plane in this war, shedding lights on. on I have dreams about it. Like my niece, I, okay. There was a month long period where I was literally in public places. um, And I would see like my old agents, my modeling agents, daughter, literally never, I maybe met the daughter when she was like an infant But in every single dream, I was, like, picking her up, protecting her, like, literally, like, um, fighting off, like, creepy men and, like, bringing her back to her mom. 
And then my other, my client's kid, the same thing. I was like fighting spiritual war for her kid. Um, And it's not even spiritual. Just like, I don't even know what I was doing, but I was just like taking them away from creepy people. And then one of my nieces as well. um, I, I have a lot of nieces. So, you know, I do it for my nieces a lot. And then also my dad a lot. Like I literally like fight like evil beings off of my dad. And Mm. yeah. So I'm like going back to the event. I'm like, are we going to be able to like, is all of this going to increase? Are we just going to be like fucking ninjas? Like, That's a good question. (laughs) Um, So I haven't, I honestly hadn't really thought that far into it. I have a way of like really just only looking at the light in the situation. (laughs) Although like it is good to think about those other things and I should. And so I'm really thankful that you just brought that up because I actually had read somewhere that, um, or like, I think it was like a scripture in the Bible. That's like when the heavens doors open or like, I don't, I'm not the best with scriptures in the Bible, but I was reading that like once the end, the end times do begin, there will be a war on earth. Um, So you definitely could be right about that. There could be like when the portals are open, that spiritual war is going to, it's going to be the victory lap of the spiritual war. And so we definitely could be, um, fighting these spiritual beings but winning like we have already won spiritually so it is we're in the victory lap like this isn't the beginning of the war this is the end we are so close to being done okay so yeah that's a really interesting question I'm glad you asked that I'm gonna be I'm doing ayahuasca on Saturday so I'm gonna try to tap into that and see what I can find on that oh my god did you do ayahuasca last weekend yes how was that Wow. Um, the things that I saw, I definitely was not expecting seeing. Um, I, and also because you were mentioning how you were like protecting these kids and your father, I see that metaphorically as like the reason why I got reminded of this from the ayahuasca trip is because during my trip, I saw, um, I guess like a ritual being done to a child by an elite and it was disgusting to say the least. And it, I could feel it in my body and I was shaking and I was just trying to send this child so much love and so much, like she was so brave because her, her soul chose to come here to go through that in order to help every other being on this planet, a true sacrifice. And her soul is so brave. And so, um, I don't usually think about that stuff often, but this whole past week I have been because of the fact I experienced it during my ayahuasca. And so I almost feel like when you say you were protecting these kids, um, that was your spirit literally fighting for all of the children in this world that are being held captive and that are going through darkness right now. And then when you said um, that you were protecting your dad or, or fighting for your dad, the divine masculine is what is so wounded right now. And well, I guess divine masculine and feminine in different ways. And right now we, the feminine is healing the masculine and stepping into her power again. So there can be balance and harmony on the earth. Wow. I have the chills. It's crazy. I mean, it's, it's really not crazy. It's, it's, um, I mean, it's all connected. You know what I mean? Yes. Yeah. Wow. And so do you feel like after Aya, do you just feel like more clear or more grounded? 
So um, that's interesting. I do feel I got a ton of answers to a ton of things. Like one thing I'll just say real quick, my cat, since I've been here, my cat uh, left on last Monday and hasn't returned. And so I was feeling really guilty about like bringing her along with me and like all this stuff. She visited me during the Aya trip, heard her voice so loud and clear. And she said, mama, I'm safe. I found a new home. Like, don't worry about me. After the ayahuasca ceremony, the girl sitting next to me was like, do you have a cat? She wants you to know that she loves you and she's happy. And I just, I was like, oh my God, I got double confirmation. It is all good. <laughs> so oh, that was oh my God. super amazing. Um, I have such an incredible medicine for answers. Like, I feel like every answer, every question that I had, I answered, except for I went into it wanting to ask about my skin and totally forgot because just what I saw was just, wow. Um, so I, I, that's why I am deciding to go again this week in order to um, understand more and ask more questions. So um, yeah, definitely a beautiful medicine that I, I suggest everyone do. I think if everyone tripped, this world would just be a fantastic place. <laughs> <laughs> I agree. Like the medicines are so powerful and they have the ability to heal you mm. on the spot. I yeah, mean, spiritually I've, I, and physically. Yeah. Oh, I don't know. <laughs> Uh, I've received like just from mushrooms, like really, really clear messages. Mm, like, yes. yeah, like this whole time, um, I thought, like, I remember I did mushrooms for like the second time, and uh, which I'm not comparing Aya to mushrooms. Like, I know like they're two very different energies <laughs> to be working with. Um, but I received a clear message that was like you your eating disorder isn't like a mental disorder because I think there's a lot of misconception about eating disorders Mm -hmm. and it was like you have an eating disorder as a coping mechanism because you were Mm -hmm. sexually assaulted oh you just sent chills through my body (laughs) wow that took like literally years for me to well not even a year years to heal the sexual assault which I think is normal but Mm. the eating disorder pretty much went away like I stopped like obsessing you know and yeah those medicines are just so potent and I, I have so much respect for for them like I've you know I've taken them a few times to definitely have a good time but like they also can just completely shift the trajectory of your life Yes, so true. I think plant medicine is one of the most powerful things that we can do here on this planet. Um, And you said, you know, like you're not comparing mushrooms and ayahuasca because they are two different. They are both very different substances, but both super effective for healing your mind and your body. And um, it's medicine for the mind, really. Um, And when you change your mind, you can change your physical outcomes as well. So if like, it works for so many different things, depression, like it got me out of depression and woke me up. It it helps like awaken your third eye as well. So, and and it's a plant, like there's nothing to be afraid of. It literally is God's gift to this world. And um, Mother Nature's gift. She's like, here, take this and heal. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, so much respect for plant medicine. Yeah, 100%.
Um, even like with Lyme disease, you get, you know, with late stage Lyme, you get brain lesions, which are essentially brain damage. Yeah. And that's, that's what I've been dealing with lately. And I was like feeling so drawn to do mushrooms and I still haven't like done the full dose. I've only microdosed. And, um, and I was like, why am I feeling like I just need to take mushrooms? So I, I started researching it and mushrooms literally circulate your brain and uh create new new brain cell growth oh okay and new yeah. neural pathways yes yes and I'm okay. like what like but I still haven't done it but I'm like damn like it's it's literally brain medicine oh my god when I come to Houston in December let's do a ceremony okay <laughs> cool yay <laughs> oh my god um and so like real quick, is there any like type of reading or like messages you have for the month of December? Like say somebody is like, they want to believe that it's going to get better, but 2020 is just kind of kicked them in the ass. Like, yeah, <laughs> as it has for many people. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I actually, I have two Oracle decks that I would like to pull from. Uh, one is the Starseed deck. Since we talked about Starseeds, it's super beautiful. And then one is my new deck that I'm so stoked about called Moonology. Oh, beautiful. They're amazing. So I guess I'll start with the Starseed deck and let's just see what messages the universe has for us at this time. Yay. Yay. And I love that. I mean, I haven't actually used this deck in a while, but um, mm-hmm. this is the perfect time to use it. So I wonder what Star, Star Nations are going to have messages for us at this time. I didn't even realize those Star those cards had the star nations on them yeah some do some do some just have like messages oh you have one I think I have the same one oops I totally dropped it oh yay I love them so much okay any messages recently I've been having to shuffle a lot it's like the messages are like you're gonna work for this one oh here we go (laughs) I love when they All right. Beautiful. I got, oh my God, this is so perfect. Water your garden. Shut it up. Says, yeah. Water has <laughs> been my theme this week. Holy shit. Oh yeah. Water is so healing. And because we're moving into the age of Aquarius, the water bearer, that is the element that is um, really healing us at this time. So it's so important for us to prepare our bodies by drinking water, by drinking clean, good water. If you got that Kagan water, that is the best. (laughs) (laughs) And you know where to get it. Both of us sell. (laughs) Um, So nourishment body care, tenderness, and rest. So a lot of us have been feeling very tired this month or even last month. And that's because we, our bodies are going through upgrades and we are doing spiritual work on the astral realm. We are in this spiritual war right now, but it's so, so it's so important to get this rest to allow our body to upgrade, not to be pushing ourselves and to nourish it with healthy foods. So I listened to a, a it was a hypnotherapy by Allison Coe. I 
totally suggest checking her hypnotherapy out. She, she puts these people into hypnosis and then brings through their oversoul that gives them messages. And it's amazing. She even talks about um, the shift, but in one of their messages, they talk about how to prepare for the shift and uh, what to eat. And the, her oversoul says to eat as green as possible. And if you do eat meat, then eat organic, uh, the cleanest meat that you can possibly get. No added hormones, none of that. But really, really, she she suggests sticking to fruits and veggies and green as possible. And um, no, absolutely no processed junk, no chips, no cheeses, no processed cheeses, no processed meat. Like, stay away from that. Um, So, yeah, and take care of yourself. (laughs) Love it's perfect. That. This is like, it's like, you need to tell them how to prepare. <laughs> love that. I love that too. And meditate, you know, meditating always helps no matter what. Mm-hmm. I wonder, let's see if there's any more messages from this deck and then I'll pull out the moon moonology deck. Okay. Are there any more? Oh, one more message. <laughs> Okay, this Seas of Mintaka. Again, a water card. I swear not all of these have water in them. (laughs) Oh, I have to tell you my water stories. Yes, I love it. Um, So seeing potential and bringing unconscious to light. So I see this as like the universe wants you to see the potential that you have, okay? It's like, look, I know things seem a little shitty right now, but blessings are coming, change is coming, and you have potential to create the life that you desire. So envision whatever it is that your heart desires, envision what it is that you are passionate about, envision it coming true, because there are huge miracles on the way. Um, And then also bringing unconscious to light, like allow your shadow aspect to come up so you can face your shadow self with love and compassion and forgiveness so that you can transmute that and move forward. Love that. I, um, I'll just share one of my water. I had every single day, like a very mystical water, uh, vision dream, or somebody just like, like one of my followers pulled a card for me and it was like water. Um, or like I pressed shuffle on, uh, my Spotify and the song was like, you are the living water. Like, oh, just wow. like one after the other. And I, So just going to like one vision I had during like a healing session with my coach, uh, I was standing on the shore of like a beautiful lake. It looked like Lake Tahoe. And, um, Mm. and I was like magnetizing, I'm learning how to magnetize things towards me. And so basically that card said, you're going to create what you want, right? The one you just pulled there was a yeah yeah whatever you desire your dreams can be reality yeah and so really just learning that you have the power to you are always magnetizing things to you whether you know it or not and Mm. so the things that feel impossible like know that you can like you don't have to go out there and like work your ass off to get everything you can literally sit on the shore and watch it come to you with with a wave and and like bring it to life yourself. Like you do not have to stress out so hard to get what you want. And it's oh, that is so true. Learning to work with water, which is like it comes like a tide comes and then it and then it goes. 
and just knowing that it always will come. All you have to do is embody what it is you desire. Obviously plant the seeds and do the work, but like there's that that part of us that like obsesses and like is always like, did did somebody sign up for my program or like did he text back? And it's like this obsessive energy that's that is just not serving us at all. And it flares, it flares up whatever chronic illness you have. So like just learning to be more feminine. Oh, wow. That is so powerful. Thank you for sharing that. Such a great message and so true too. Um, Yeah, that was beautiful. I love that. (laughs) We got to be like water and just flow, you know? (laughs) (laughs) I love that. Um, Also, so here's my Moonology deck. I'm going to pull one from this, see if they have any messages for us. It is crazy how much water is coming up. I mean, I guess it's not. It's serendipitous, you know? Yeah. Oh, here we go. You're a water sign. Yeah, I'm a cancer. Yeah. Wow. Oh, my God. (laughs) I can't even right now. This is crazy. (laughs) It says the end of a tough cycle. (laughs) Oh, I love it. Full moon in Capricorn. That's my rising sign. Oh, no way. Okay. Also, since you said that, uh, Capricorn, all the eclipses this year have been on the Cancer Capricorn axis. So Capricorns have been going through a lot this year, (laughs) a lot. Like this has been the year for Capricorns to really upgrade themselves. Um, so yeah, it's so interesting because the moon is really coming through. This card, I feel like, is just saying like, yeah, this year has been a tough cycle. We know about the Capricorn eclipses, okay? We know what y'all have been going through, but it's the end. This is our victory lap, you know? Like, just keep your vision positive because it's mm-hmm. it's about to manifest, or it is manifesting. Yeah, hold the vision. Hold the vision, <laughs> yes. Oh my God, I love that that just came out. That makes me so happy. Okay, let's see. One more from this deck. Any messages? Any? Whoa, that's more than one. That's too many. <laughs> any messages? Just one card, please. I love shuffling these. They feel okay. Well, we got two cards, so we'll do that. Oh wow! Oh wow! <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> the first one: a win-win outcome is in forecast. Yep. Full moon in Libra. Yeah. So like, and it goes perfectly with this one and they're both purple cards. So funny, but this one says have faith in your dreams. Mm. So literally them coming out together is like your dreams are going to manifest. It's a win-win outcome. There's no way it can't just have faith and keep your mind positive. And, and it's going to be more beautiful than you could even dream of. I love that because it's like, do the work, plant the seeds, but like, it goes back to that vision I had. It's like, stop obsessing and just trust Mm -hmm. that it will happen. Yes. So true. And that's faith. You know, Mm -hmm. if you're obsessing, you almost, it's almost because you have this subconscious belief that it may not happen. Mm -hmm. And that's not faith. You know, you just got to really let go of all of that, let go of all your doubts, all your worries, and just be like, no, I'm good. This is going to happen, and it's going to be better than I could ever imagine. I love that. 
Oh. Yeah, that, those were perfect. I love, and that's why I love tarot and oracle because it it always fits. And if it doesn't, then you're probably not digging into it deep enough, you know? Totally. And I think like, if you're like, this isn't going to give me answers, like you're going to create that. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's so true because your mind is so powerful. So powerful. Well, Katie, thank you so much for doing this. This was so fun. Like the hour. So fun. We're about to end yeah. at 11, 11 Houston time. <laughs> I like bye. Yes, thank you so much for having me on here. This has been so fun, like you said, you know. And um, I can't wait to see you in December. Yeah, you have to. Oh, I'm I will, for sure. <laughs>